Welcome to the Two Melbourne Mums podcast. We are your co-hosts, Chelsea and Holly, and we're here to talk you through all things motherhood, mindset, and all the madness in between. Before we start, a small disclaimer. We will be having real, raw, and authentic conversations about our own personal experiences, and in no way are we experts on the topics we discuss. If you are seeking expert advice, we would always encourage you to see a professional. We also sometimes have no filter. So if you're listening to this around your babies, you've been warned. If you are loving listening, don't forget to like, subscribe, and share to your socials. We'd love to hear from you with any questions or topics you'd like to hear more about. So don't be afraid to send us a message on Instagram at Two Melbourne Mums Podcast. Let's get into the episode. All right, I've hit record. Okay. <laughs> Y'all ready for this? <laughs> okay. Welcome. Welcome to our podcast. Holly, it's so good to be here. Except we both had a shit day. Oh no, you had a good day today. I had a great day today, oh, actually. Today. Just to <laughs> sort of set the scene, um, my little one, Mia, who you'll hear all about soon, has actually just had RSV. So it's been a super fun week. But today we had the best day. So all up from here. Should we set the scene of like where we are? <laughs> what we're doing at your cozy little house in the eastern suburbs of melbourne yeah yep at the dining table we've got a glass of prosecco in hand babies are in bed asleep i've made it out of the house (laughs) that is a win so i guess the purpose of this first episode is really to give everyone a bit of an idea about who we are as individuals and how this podcast came to fruition but also the purpose of this podcast. So what we really want to get out of future episodes and so on. Uh, Holly, would you like to talk about how we met? Yes, we both met through our council mums group. So in Victoria, there is the maternal child health nurses who you will go and visit uh, pretty much as soon as your baby's born. I think what day two or something, they come out and see you, yeah? Yeah, really, really soon. Really at early home because you don't stay in hospital all that long if you get public. No, well, well, I was what less than twelve hours. I think I was in hospital for. So, <laughs> are you joking? <laughs> yeah, straight on home. So basically, local council mums group. Something everyone every time first time mum will be put into. I don't mm. think second time round you would be. I don't know, but they don't call it mums group anymore. Remember, they call it new Sorry. parents group. You are correct. It is new parents group. Forgive me. Which I agree with. I think that's Mm. nice and inclusive. Uh, New parents group. So when we first walked in, I think I was not at the first one. No, you weren't at the first one. Second one. I was like, I know that girl from somewhere. We've got mutual friends. I think I said it to you at that, that first meeting. Anyway, everyone had a nice chat. I think we were talking about baby sleeping. By then, Rubes was, I think, 11 or 12 weeks old. So... I feel like mm. we were one of the older and correct me if I'm wrong, Mia was eight, would have been eight weeks. She would have been around eight weeks. I don't think we were the youngest, but Mia was definitely down the younger end of the spectrum yeah. of babies in the group. So there was kind of that variety, I guess, between where everyone was at. So yeah, from there we had that weekly, I think it was on a Monday afternoon. Yeah. Everyone's trying to adjust to their new mum life. Um, we had a Facebook group chat which was nice and yeah everyone was just getting to know each other over those couple of weeks I think it ran for maybe six or eight weeks yeah I think it was six but there were a couple of 
of like breaks in between because of public holidays. Yes, it was. So I think it stretched it out a little bit. Yeah. But I don't know about you, but I found them a bit odd to begin with. (laughs) And I think it's because obviously you don't really know anyone, right? So like you're all kind of there. Yes, you're all kind of going through the same part of the journey together. But some of the content's kind of like, yeah, okay. I don't think we kind of, as a group collectively, I don't think we really kind of got close until they were almost done. Being in that setting limited how we could interact because there was like a set discussion on what was happening. And I'll, I'll agree, we were already three months in mm. and they're talking about sleep and settling for a newborn. And I was like, well, I'm already at catnapping stage. Like I can't get this girl to sleep. Like it was sort of very, um, a little bit delayed for us. I think once we started catching up outside of that, mm. we were able to create um, closer bonds and mm-hmm. get to know each other a bit better. In saying that, we don't know each other all that well. What's it been? A couple of months? Yeah. <laughs> it's funny because I think this podcast, you guys are going to learn about us, but we are absolutely learning about ourselves at the same time. So you guys are well and truly along this crazy ride with us. Yes. Uh, so yeah, there's a lot of things that Holly won't know about me and I won't know about Holly and vice versa. So you guys will be finding out exactly the same time we will. There'll be some surprises along the way for us all. <laughs> that is right. So why don't you tell us, Josie, how did the podcast come about as such? Yeah. So it's funny because it's something I've kind of been thinking about for a little while in terms of starting something, but I never really could pinpoint what it was I wanted to start. And I know there's so many podcasts out there these days. I didn't just want to be doing, I don't know, just a podcast on my own. So I'm like, who could I ask to co-host a podcast with me? And Holly came to mind because she's very similar to me on Instagram, likes to kind of share what she's doing, share her day, that sort of stuff. And I was like, I'm going to give it a crack and I'm going to just send a real random message out of the blue and go, Hey, I want to start a podcast. Want to talk about it? (laughs) So we did. So we caught up for coffee and the rest is kind of history. We've kind of been planning it ever since. So here we are today recording our very first episode. Celebrating the first recording. (laughs) Cheers to that. Cheers to that. hundred percent. Yeah. When I first got your message, I was like, I actually, I'll admit, I was like, did she mean to send that to me? (laughs) I was like, oh, like that sounds really cool. But oh my God, maybe she sent it to me by mistake, like surely. And I'd sort of just started sharing my days on Instagram, I feel, as like a bit of an outlet um, for motherhood and just, you know, Mm. creating connections and that sort of thing. And it's really awkward and nerve wracking speaking on video Instagram. I'm sure a lot of people find that. So yeah, I was still new to that and, you know, you were again posting those sort of similar things and I think just sharing the shit days and the good days and whatever else in between just makes you realise that you're all in it together and not alone. So yeah, it was a nice surprise to have that message and then to get chatting and here we are. So we might get straight into it then and we might start giving you all a better understanding or a bit of an idea of who we are as individuals. So Holly, over to you. Yes, me. I am 28 years old, first time mum to little Ruby, who is seven and a half months old at the moment. She has already got a little personality going on. I just started crawling yesterday and life is about to get a whole lot more chaotic. My fiance, Will, we live in eastern suburbs of Melbourne, a very similar area to you, Chelsea. We are five minutes around the corner, which is very convenient. 
And we have a beautiful boy Dalmatian Mac, um, who is just the biggest sook mama's boy ever. My first firstborn fur baby. <laughs> I am currently on maternity leave. Um, I am planning to return to work part-time early next year. Um, currently very stressed about getting into childcare. Let's just not even go there right now. But um, yeah, if you're currently thinking about childcare, you'll know how that feels. I am currently planning our engagement party, which is coming up in October. Um, we are starting some backyard renovations. We moved into our first home when I was 40 weeks pregnant. That's not that fun. <laughs> That is ridiculous. I don't know how you did that. I was like a couch slob when I was at that. Actually, I think I was crying every single bloody day, <laughs> let alone trying to move a house. Like, move a house? No, move into a house. <laughs> move a house, practically. Um, looking back, I don't know how the fuck I did it. Like, yeah, I'm walking around with a belly trying to carry boxes, and my midwife was like, um, no more than one box a day of unpacking. I was like, yeah, sure. No worries. Anyway, story for another time, but... That was crazy chaos. What else? I am training for a half marathon in October. Um, so I'm a bit into my running, just started getting back into that um, postpartum, obviously quite high impact on the body. Pre-baby me, um, I was doing shift work, did enjoy um, gym, weight training, and someone who is always on the go. Um, find it hard to slow down, probably detrimental to myself at times, but yeah, always, on doing something and yeah Chelsea what about you me so I am 30 years old soon to be 31 in October mum Tamia who is six and a half months at the moment and also um fiance or soon to be hubby Jake um and we are getting married in February next year so we are right in the thick of planning for our wedding which at the moment is actually quite it's flowing it's flowing but we're still a little while away, so I'm sure it will ramp up soon. Um, anyway, so I am a teacher by trade. I have been teaching in the education sector since seven years ago. Uh, but recently I've moved into more of a well-being role and I've been doing that for the past two years, which I'd love. Uh, and I want to continue in that. So that's been amazing. I work in a secondary space, so I support adolescents with their mental health. And I have actually already gone back to work and I went back to work way earlier than I thought. I think Mia was three months when I went back, which is just insane. But a really good job opportunity came up for me and it was something I felt like I couldn't say no to at the time because it was a career aspiration that I've been working towards pre-baby. And look, I think this is a whole topic for another podcast, honestly, but yeah, we will talk about the whole going back to work job career hat while being a mum. I think we will touch base um, on another episode about that because that's a big one. But kudos to you. You've done an amazing job <laughs> going you. back uh, all with everything else going on. What else? So I love all things food and fitness. Before I actually fell pregnant with Mia, I competed in WBFF uh, fitness competition, which was something I was working towards for two years, but one of my comps got canceled with COVID. So pushed it back a little bit, but nonetheless, I still did that. I am a total type A personality. I love organization. I love my to-do list. I love my calendars. I love doing, 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 doing. And very much like Holly said, someone that's always on the go. I also struggle to slow down and rest. 
Um, but since becoming a mum, it forces you to. It forces you to massively, um, which I think was a total identity shift that had to happen. I love self-development. I love reading books. I love doing online courses. I eventually want to go back to study. Uh, but that's again, another topic for another time. Uh, I love all things manifestation. I love that woo woo content. Uh, and I really hope that later on down the track, we can bring you some more episodes or some more tips on tricks uh, with mindset and manifestation. Uh, so yeah, so that's me. Love it. Awesome. (laughs) (laughs) So we might, um, jump into the purpose of the podcast. Basically, we really want to provide all of you with a really safe space. And when I say all of you, we are mainly maybe referring to new mums or mums out there, maybe some mums to be, not just limited to. So if you are listening to this and you're not a mum or a mum to be, welcome. You are welcome here. I guess we really just wanted to sort of have a space where we could talk about our own experiences because I don't know about you, but when we evolved into this motherhood there's no bible there's no rule book there's no manual and I personally found some things really overwhelming because I was like what the hell do I do I can read google I can do this I can do that but there's so much information out there what the hell do I do and so we just wanted to provide I guess a bit of a space where you could come on and you could listen and you could relate And you could go, oh, I'm so glad I'm not the only person feeling that way. Because I can tell you right now, if you're a new mum or you are a mum of any general, you've probably sat there and thought at one point, what the hell am I doing? Am I the only person in the world that feels this way? And chances are there are millions of others who have felt that way at that time. So I guess that's kind of what we wanted to do. We wanted to discuss the highs, but we also want to discuss the lows that come with motherhood. I think the mum guilt, Mm. which everyone talks about, comes into it a lot. And you can make yourself aware of it. You can hear of the concept before you become a mum. And when you do feel those emotions in the moment where you can't get your baby to stop crying, you can't get them to sleep. They're not feeding, you know, as much as you think they might need or whatever it may be. Mm. That mum guilt hits and having a community and they called it the village back in the day right and look I think that still stands as a concept um I think but not everyone has a village either and being able to create connections like we have from our new parents group through the council has its place as well so having someone to reach out to when you've got a question or you just want some reassurance I think at the end of the day I think a lot of what I certainly look for and am hoping to get when I'm asking, you know, for advice or sharing an experience I've had with, you know, the girls in the group chat or another mum is reassurance. Yep, I'm going through that too, or I'm going through something similar, or hey, I'm here with you. Message me at 3 a.m. when you're up doing the feed, yeah? (laughs) Um, Or when I'm covered in vomit, haven't showered in three days. Mm. Like it's all consuming and you need that outlet as well. And I think you and I are people that, you know, had our, our hobbies and things we like doing pre-baby, mm-hmm. trying to work that into life with a baby is a whole nother thing. And I guess that leads us into the next part of the purpose is that with motherhood comes a huge, huge identity shift, a huge one. 
One that people told me about that, but until I was in the thick of it, I probably didn't really understand what people meant. And I remember a girlfriend once said to me, being a mum changes you. It changes you for the better, but it changes you. And I was like, oh yeah, I can imagine, you know, you don't have yourself to think of anymore. You've got a little, you know, human that relies on you, but it's not just that. It fully changes your identity. And part of this podcast is I've actually eventually want to really delve deep into those identity shifts and everything that sort of comes along with it. But I also want to bring to you um, some empowerment. So really recognizing that you are evolving into the best version of yourself and some mindset tricks and mindset hacks and some manifestation and all the things that sort of come along with that. We're not saying, yeah, the journey is certainly not easy in any way, shape or form, but the easier we can make it for ourselves, I think, and the more we can take care of ourselves in those ways to support ourselves in the growth we're having, I think the better. But yeah, without the community support, I don't think it's possible. So That's right. Yeah. And I think we might have mentioned before that um, we're going to be having that really raw and real unfiltered conversations about our experiences but they are just that they are our personal experiences it doesn't mean that what we've done or what we've been through means that that's what you're going to go through or you are going to do it's literally just our experiences and we want to really note that because we are not experts in this field and if you are struggling in any topic that we discuss we will always encourage you to seek help from a professional But again, we just hope that the topics we discuss bring you some relevance and some reassurance that you're not the only person going through this. Yeah, love it. (laughs) Awesome. So we thought we might do a little bit of a fun game or activity, I suppose. Should I be nervous about this? No. So, (laughs) Well, actually, I don't know. (laughs) So I think, as we said, we don't know each other all that well so we thought why don't we put together three or four questions for each other that we don't know what we're going to ask each other at this stage and you're just going to have to answer it on the spot look i'm going to be totally honest i'm really shit with trying to think of things on the spot like i'm terrible like if someone puts me on the spot i'm like so i think i just have to answer these with whatever comes to mind first. With uh, duh, duh, duh. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Let's see how we go. All right. Do we are, wanna... you, are you going first? Are you asking well, me questions? Do we want to go one for one? Oh, I like it. Or one, go for for one, one for one. One for one. All yeah, right. Bring it on. Cool. Okay. So first one. <clears throat> <clears throat> <laughs> what is one thing you no longer prioritize since having roots? Oh. We're really going straight into it. Yeah. No longer prioritized. Literally the first thing that pops into my head, I used to chuck my food. This is probably a really like simple thing. There's probably way more, (laughs) way more in depth. I used to track my food um, through my fitness power, um, track macros, calories, that sort of thing. And I'll say that probably in a loose term because I'm fairly across food and, and mm. could sort of um, know my daily intake. But that's just 
no, I don't have time for that anymore. And I'm also breastfeeding. So mm. my calorie intake is probably higher than it would be. And my goals are different. My aim now is just to eat healthily. And I don't know if I'll ever return to tracking mm. food. There you go. Yeah. Good answer. I don't think that's like too surface level. I no. think that's a, I think that's a really great example. Question one for mm. you. <laughs> What would you say the hardest part of the fourth trimester was for you and how do you feel about it now? What was the hardest part about the fourth trimester? I think I remember when Mia was going through her first developmental leap. And for those of you that know about developmental leaps, you may have the app, The Wonder Weeks, which I love. I think it's so friggin' spot on. Controversial opinion. I hate it. No. Okay, let's talk about this another time. Keep going. Well, uh, I remember she was going through her very first one and I could not put her down. I could not put her down. She was so clingy. I literally had to have her either contact napping on me or she had to be in a carrier or she had to literally, yeah, she was attached to my hip basically. And I found that really hard because I am someone that likes to get shit done. And I found that at the time when she was really, really clingy, I couldn't. And all of a sudden I was like, I've done nothing today. And um, my worth is based on how clean the house is. And I would message Jake and go, I haven't done anything. She won't let me put her down. What the hell? This sucks. I've got vomit all over me. Um, But now I look back and I would soak up those newborn cuddles and everyone said to me soak up the newborn cuddles and I was like yeah yeah whatever sure thing but I think now I look back and I'm like that was such a really short period of time that I think I was too frustrated about not getting things done than actually being present in that moment and just going with it I'm 100% there with you We went through the exact same thing. If you had asked me that question, that would have pretty much been my answer to a T. Yeah. Feel you. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) On that, I remember I've actually got this photo on my camera roll. I had just gotten her to sleep and I was like, great, I'm going to put her down. We had this thing called a cushy. Do you know what a cushy is? No idea what a cushy is. It's like, um, do you know like a docker top? Oh yeah, docker top. Yeah. Yeah, It's like a kind of like a docker top, but it's um, more like a cushion. It looks like a cushion, but it's like, grooved in so that they would actually be supported when they were laying there anyway we had the cushy and when she was a newborn she freaking loved it like because i think it's just like nice for them to we could put her on the couch but have her on the cushy anyway i was like great she's asleep i'm gonna put her on the cushy but i'm gonna put her on the floor of the bathroom because i need a shower because i'm gross and i put her down and and i've got this photo on my phone that i sent to jake i'm like tried to have a shower Mia <laughs> did not let me have a shower. <laughs> anyway, oh, that's right. Yes. All right. Second question for you. What is your guilty pleasure? Oh, guilty pleasure. That's a good one. You've got me thinking. Right now, in this moment, it's having a hot chocolate before bed every night. <laughs> um, but other than that, oh, these are really on the spot, aren't they? If I had a moment to think, I'd probably have a great one. (laughs) 
guilty pleasure mm, shows i don't, I I don't think def- i can give you one right now i would definitely I w- say my guilty pleasure is a trashy tv show yeah okay like a good trashy reality tv show like kardashian style like worse or, than kardashians oh, like what can be Jer- Jer- jersey shore Jordy oh yeah shore? oh yeah i love them <laughs> but like i have you heard of the only way is essex no oh it's like again an english version of a reality show but they're all doled up to the max they've all got fake boobs they've all got these big lips and there's just so much drama but i live for it i will say married at first sight (laughs) (laughs) that was on when and probably same time as you when rubes was a newborn and i got will into that and he hates me for it but he was more obsessed than i was in the end like does Will do what Jake does, where Jake goes, why are you watching this shit again? But then he stares at the TV and, like, you can tell he's watching it. And then all of a sudden he's like, it's married at first sight on today. It's like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and then they're reminding you, like, oh, we've got to sit down at 7 p.m. Max is on. Max is on, yeah. yeah. It's, it's, the, <laughs> it's the dinner. What do they call it? The dinner. The dinner party? The dinner party. Yeah, the dinner party. The dinner party. Yeah, and then they've got the, um, what is the Sunday one? There's, oh. uh. The sit on the couch thing and the experts yeah, tell you how shit you are. But there's a word for it. Commitment ceremony. Commitment ceremony. Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> anyway. I said to Will, I saw the new season of maths. Um, there's this guy on Instagram that does the, he follows around the new maths contestants and like films them. He's hilarious and just harasses them basically. Anyway, Will saw that. I saw that and I was like, oh my God, new season of maths is coming out. Are we going to watch it? And he just looked at me and he's like, I don't know if I can do it again. Like it's a big commitment. Like we've got a baby, you know, she's older now. She's not a newborn. We can't just sit and watch maps, but we will, we'll let you know whether we start watching this season. I feel like once you're in, you're hooked and that's it. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, My question to you. Yeah. Okay. What is your go-to self-care routine? If you had a really shit day or it's been a bad week, what are you going to do to look after yourself? See, If it gets to that stage, if I have had a shit day or I've had a shit week, my self-care is probably like a really hot bath. Go and just zone out, have a bath, have some peace. And Jake knows this too because he goes, want me to run you a bath? And I'm like, yes, please. (laughs) (laughs) But on the flip side, I try to be proactive. So my self-care is usually making sure I prioritize my movement and things like my journaling and eating well, because for me, that makes me feel good and therefore I can then tackle the day. So I like to be more proactive with my self-care strategies rather than reactive, if that makes sense. Yep, I love that. I agree. Not always possible with a baby. True. But you seem to make it work real fucking well when I see your, I'm at the gym at 5.30 in the morning. I'm like, how does she do this? I just... (laughs) don't allow myself to make up excuses because I know that if I don't get them done on the days I'm not at work, because I know that that's when I can get up and then I've got time to come home and just chill. I know that my time is then limited. So I can't then I work three days a week. It would be really hard for me to either get up really early. I'd have to get up like 3:30 AM. Mind you, that is taking me back to comp prep days. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, I just know that if I don't get up on Tuesday and Thursday, I won't get... I'm currently trying to do four sessions a week at the gym and it really limits the time I can get those four sessions in if I don't get up and do them. Yeah. 
And I will say it's amazing how productive you can be or how productive you want to be when you almost don't have a choice. I mean, I'm, as I said, I'm on maternity leave at the moment. Say my running schedule at the moment, I've got three running days a week. I have the luxury Mm -hmm. of, okay, well, if I don't go today, I can go tomorrow. Mm -hmm. If I had work tomorrow, well, I've got to go today. I don't have a choice yet, but it's yeah. Funny how priorities slip when you have the option. And I think Jake helps massively in that sense, because if Mia was to wake up while I was at the gym, he's got it under control. Yeah. And I think it does help now that she's totally on the bottle because I'm not feeling like I have to be there for her to get yeah. on the boob, which I was feeling like that when she was breastfed. But now that she's not, that sense of responsibility, I suppose, has been taken off me. Which is my position currently. Ruby is exclusively breastfed, won't take a bottle. So, <laughs> yeah, I, I can't get up in the morning that early. We'll leave to work at 5.36. Yep. You know, there's there's not that option either. So yeah, I I get what you're saying. There's two sides to that that coin, I guess. And not everyone will have that flexibility and option and whatever else. But I guess making it work within your circumstances, yeah, is something completely different as well. You just got to do the best that you can do with what you got. Yep. Yeah. Love it. Question three. All right. If you could only eat one meal for the rest of your life, what would it be? I was so going to ask you this question and I didn't end up putting it in. Ah, oh, I cannot go past a good Parma and chips. Oh, yum. Parma chips in a pot at the pub. Got to be a good one. I did have a really good Parma and chips the other day in the Yarra Glen Hotel. Yarra Glen Hotel? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think I yeah. about it. Amazing. Highly recommend. It's really disappointing when you get a shit Parma and chips. Well, I was going to say, because depending on where you go, they can be hit or miss, can't they? Like you can either get this huge Parma that's literally bigger than your head. Which was the Yarra Glen. (laughs) Also, I hate when they put the Parma on the chips. Agree. Agree. But I get that their plate sizes are probably (laughs) limited, but I still hate it when they put the Parma on the chips. Soggy chips are a no go. It's a no from me. What would be yours? Oh, I hate that you've asked me this because I actually can Can't never choose. choose. But I do love, I love a good burger, cheesy burger. Yeah. Yeah. Can't go wrong. Yeah. I know that that's not my last question, but I just thought I needed to know. Right. <laughs> okay. Final question. This is, I'm sorry, this is quite deep. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> I've got no wine left. I know. There might be tears. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> If you could tell your 16-year-old self one thing you've learned, what would it be? Do not give a fuck about what other people think. <laughs> Honestly, I I reckon only up until this year, I was the biggest people pleaser. And that's something I've had to go quite internal on and really work through. But back in high school, I did everything for the popularity. And I don't think I did a lot for my authentic self. And I think I cared way too much about what others thought. And I think that really hindered me. So yeah, I would go back to my 16 year old self and say, do not give a fuck what other people think about you. I think having a tiny little human as well gives you a whole new perspective of that. Don't you agree? Yeah. You can't say yes all the time. You can't literally can't people play please in a way, Mm -hmm. um, in ways that you may have, 
either recognized or not mm. in, in your past. And I'll agree. I've, I've definitely would sort of have the same tendencies mm. and through high school as well. But yeah, you don't have a choice. No, that's baby's right. not napping. Baby's having a shit day. Sorry. I can't just drop everything and, and you know, do what I'd normally do. Even something as simple as replying to messages or, um, I don't know. Yeah. Replying to messages like, sorry, it's three to five business days. If it's not important. <laughs> You're left on unread. Or my friends. Or read. <laughs> yeah. If my friends are listening right now, they'd be like, Holly, you were three to five business days pre-baby. What are you talking about? <laughs> That's so funny. I think um, that topic alone could potentially be a future episode because I think learning to honour yourself and your own needs and honouring your boundaries as well is just a huge thing that you're not taught. You're not taught how to do that. And I think that's really important to learn how to do, especially when you step into motherhood, because I don't know about you, but I had a lot of external people. You need to do this. You should be doing that, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And I had to really firmly say, this is my journey. This is my baby. And I will choose to do this how I want to do this. Definitely. And there's always going to be that external noise. Um, It's going to come from left, right and center, family, friends, podcasts, or whatever content you're taking in. Yeah, there's going to be external noise. And the way that you take that on and the way that you let that affect you, I think, Mm. can really alter your experience and Mm. and your journey, as you said. Mm. I think to begin with, prime example, I took on way too much information probably Instagram, Google podcasts. And in the end, I just went, oh my God, I'm so confused. What do I like? Mm. There's no black or white Mm. in raising a baby. There's gray area and that's pretty much it. Every baby is different um, and not everything you read is going to help you. Mm -hmm. So That's right. So I think that actually leads us really nicely into what you can expect from our future episodes. So other than just general life updates and day-to-day motherhood chat, we're thinking we might share some experiencing, experiencing? <laughs> experiences around our pregnancy journeys, our birth stories, uh, some topics around shifting our mindsets and habits, identity work. So being able to sort of put your different identity hats on and knowing when and how to transition between those. Some goal setting, the process around this some baby milestones, some taboo topics. Mm, Taboo. Yep. Uh, Navigating finding the new you. So your next level self in motherhood and prioritizing the constant shift and juggle that motherhood brings. Because it's always changing, isn't it? (laughs) That's right. So they're just some, I guess, general topics that we've thought would be helpful or maybe interesting to follow on from this one. But we would love to hear from you guys if there's anything specific that you'd like to hear, any of our journeys or experiences that you'd like to know about, maybe some topics that you're like, oh, I've heard about that, but I'm not quite sure exactly what that means. Uh, Yeah, we, we would love to hear your thoughts. Well, we did it. Our first recording. We have made it through. We hope you've all got a better idea of the journey we're about to go on with you, as we said, we don't know each other all that well. So we are about to get to know each other a lot better, I think. 
Um, there's going to be a lot of vulnerability, I think, in sharing. Mm. I want to be more of an open book, but with that comes a lot of vulnerability. And I think that's what we're here for, to, to open up and let other mums know that it's okay to open up too. So we all know there's no right or wrong in motherhood. We are all individuals. Um, our babies are all individuals as well. Um, we're all just here trying to do our best at the end of the day. Mums, you guys are simply amazing. And no matter what your journey looks like, supporting each other is what we're here to do. So please reach out to us on Instagram at Two Melbourne Mums Podcasts. We would love to hear from you. Like I said, any tips or tricks that you would love to share with us or any topics you'd like us to chat about or just any downright wild stories of the craziness of motherhood and life. Until our next chat, may your naps be long and your coffee strong. See ya. Bye. Bye.